0: Welcome into the Inside the NFL Prospects podcast series. I'm Jack Borowski, joined here alongside my co-host, Brian Sternberg. On this episode, we are fortunate to have on Brian Mills. Brian is a starting defensive back for the North Carolina Central football team, as one of the top returning players in the country, as he had five interceptions this past season. Brian, thanks for joining us on the podcast.
1: Thank you, thank you. Appreciate it.
0: Starting things off, Brian, when we think about last season, you came on as one of the top cornerbacks in the entire country, no, no matter the level of play. Thinking about what you saw on your film, as well as what you wanted to work on, what did you specifically train in and work on this off season to get your game to where you wanted to, it to be for this upcoming senior season? Um,
1: looking back on the film, I really want to work on my feet work. Um, you always want to be quick on your feet. Also, I just want to be more fluent in um, my zone coverages. i would be more fluent in, you know, my hips. This would be an overall corner, not just good in the jam, but good overall. So I could play either the press or the zone. Jack mentioned he has five interceptions this past season,
2: three of which came against Morgan State. Our um, performances like that, do they give you uh, a boost of confidence?
1: Yes. And um, I'm really self-confident, too. Uh, but like that's like just a cherry on top. So it makes me want to go even harder and do even better.
0: Take us through, though, that performance, because we had Manasa Bailey on the show who was signed to an NFL team. They had some top-tier players. Going into it, did you notice something on film or during the game? Did it just heat up? Like, What allowed you to have – I mean, we don't see cornerbacks get three interceptions in a game. So what do you think allowed you to have so much success?
1: Really just being disciplined and um, playing your assignment, doing your job, just running the play the correct way. And I was in the right time – I mean, at the right spot in the right time playing my assignment. That's how I was able to snag three interceptions out of the air.
2: And Brian, going back to the beginning of your career, did not start out at North Carolina Central. You started out at College of the Canyons, JUCO football. Some players decide to go JUCO because that's that's one step to get to
1: college football for them.
2: Um, Do you feel that JUCO and going that route was beneficial for you?
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed uh, going through the JUCO process. Actually, make me value football more because it's nothing guaranteed so you have to work for everything so i really appreciated that process and that experience
0: thinking about where you are now brian is one of the best cornerbacks that we see on this playing field looking at your journey take us through that whole process because you've had a unique story going from college of canyons north carolina central tell us a little bit about your football journey and how you've gotten to this point today.
1: Okay. Um, I actually started at another JUCO called Enloe Valley College. It's local around here, around the house. So I went there first. Actually, um, I wasn't I wasn't a qualifier out of high school, so I knew I was going to go the JUCO route. So I went there first, played a semester. I didn't really like the program, so I went over to College of the Canyons, where it was a lot better, more disciplined. They actually knew what they are doing, and I knew they had connections. And um, really during the whole JUCO process, I knew I just had to. Work hard and sell myself, like represent myself very well with um, on the field work ethics and off the field work ethics. And I knew what type of person I was. I had ambition. Um, also, Coach I helped me out a lot. He knew Coach Navarro. So, through them two talking, that's how I was able to get an offer and end up at North Carolina Central.
2: And Brandon calls of Canyons. You played in the secondary and you also played on the special teams. Playing in both positions, contributing on the special teams is very important. That's something MSL teams value a lot. How important is it for you to have been able to contribute on the special teams and still be able to today?
1: Special teams, like you said, is as it's as important as defense, and it's important like offense. It's a three-phase game, so um, any way I can contribute, uh, I contributed. So I tried my hardest any
0: uh, phase of the game I was in. Ryan, you mentioned how your real love for football, you got it while at JUCO. What was it about your experience that made you realize, this is what I want to continue to work towards and be as successful in as I possibly can for wherever my life takes me?
1: Uh, football is really like my passion. This is like what I fell in love with since 2010. Um, I knew I wanted to do this when I saw like Deshaun Jackson actually return a punt against the Giants, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's what I want to do." And um, just the whole process of from high school to JUCO to D1, I just fell in love with it. It just made me uh, value it more. It made me uh, I could picture myself in a uniform going to the league, and I just put the work in.
2: Some players to go through JUCO, just to name a few: Ali Camara, Cam Newton. All those players uh, were in your shoes, and how has their success motivated you?
1: Basically, if they could do it, I can do it too. We're no different. We're both humans. But if they put in the work, that means I have to put in the work. Nobody's going to, like, hand it to you.
0: Ryan, when you got to North Carolina Central, played in all 12 games, and it did end up starting the final 10 last season, what were your expectations coming in, and what do you think allowed you to then become a full-time starter pretty early on in your career there?
1: Um, I just had a chip on my shoulder. I don't see myself as a backup or a secondary person, um, so I just really worked hard to beat the next man. I knew I could beat him because I knew like, I just have really good work ethic. I can take good uh, criticism, constructive criticism, and then work to be a better version of what they're looking for. And I just have a great attitude going into it. Absolutely is everything for me.
2: For NFL teams out there, what type of role do you see yourself playing at the next level?
1: Just coming there and working right now, because I'm new, I'll be new. So um, I'll be a rookie. Just coming there, providing high energy. Um, Just being um, somebody that's accountable right now. That's how I can see myself just trying to contribute by working hard and just be somebody that can be reliable.
0: Brian mentioned the idea of the next level. Bowl games, we know Senior Bowl, Shrine Bowl, all of these all-star events after your senior season are very important to put um, yourself on the draft radar. And what ways do you feel you can show the guys running those events this season that you're worthy and someone that they should definitely want to choose for their game?
1: You shouldn't always sleep on the smaller schools because there's a lot of hidden talent in those small schools, especially at HBCUs. They can compete with bigger schools such as LSU where it comes like one on ones, And that's something I want to show them when I go against other high-caliber players. And Brian, out of
2: all the receivers that you went up against last season, was there one that really stuck out to you as the best one you had to go up against?
1: Yeah, Elijah Bell, number 13 from A&T. He's actually pretty good. But I think I could have did better. I made a lot of mistakes. But it was high competition between us two.
0: Elijah, one of the top receivers in the HBCUs, you think about your team, North Carolina Central. wasn't necessarily the season you guys were hoping for last year, but you get to play South Carolina State, North Carolina a to end off next season. And what ways do you feel that you guys can do things differently? And and what ways are you working towards beating them and being able to compete to play in the Celebration Bowl? Um, it's just
1: not beating them. That's our goal. It's to beat them, it's to beat everybody. And it starts by just having discipline first. Discipline is everything. When you're disciplined, um, you'll be on the same page as each other. It's no I am team. It's a unit. It's 11 men versus 11 men. So if everybody's on the same accord, then that's how we start winning. And everybody just has to want it more. Everybody needs a bigger chip on their shoulder. So that's how I think we'll be able to be successful in the future.
2: And, Brian, last season you played in all 12 games started the final 10 games, but going back after week two, what do you feel you did, whether it was in practice or just communicating
1: to the coach? What do you think
2: it was about you that um, was worthy of um, a starting job?
1: Um, How I earned that spot was um, working harder in a weight room. I uh, kept talking to the coaches. I was always in their ear asking them what I need to do to get better or what I need to work on and just uh, challenging myself to learn the playbook more and follow through with it and just being more disciplined on my assignments.
0: What was that feeling like for you when your coach told you, Brian, you're going to be starting next week?
1: Oh, I was ecstatic. I was just happy because I'm a great player. Uh, I know what I bring to the table. So I was just really happy to get my opportunity and show out.
2: And, Brian, five interceptions, eight pass breakups, 13 passes defended last season. But next season, fresh start. Statistically, what are your goals?
1: To do it again or produce higher numbers than that? I think I could do it again. It wasn't a a Houdini trick, a hat trick. I think I could produce those numbers again.
0: One interception in particular that I, I think we have to touch on When looking at last season, we know the three interceptions was great, but take us through that walk-off pick against Delaware State. Um, What was that feeling like for you? And just take us through that play as a whole.
1: Okay. um, I knew it was a game on the line, so I really needed a a big play to redeem myself that whole game. I was kind of like getting ate up, I would say. It was just like back and forth. I really need to redeem myself because I gave up a touchdown. So um, it was just I went up my opportunity. The ball was right there in the air, and I picked it off. I was really trying to return it to score six, but I was tired, so I just tried to bounce. But I just wanted to really redeem myself the whole game.
2: And getting interceptions, Brian, is an amazing feeling. But for you getting that first interception, what was that feeling like for you?
1: Oh, because uh, we're in the back end. That's what we call all our DBs, back end. It's competition. So we always compete against each other. Who get the most intercession by the end of the season? By the end of the season. And just for me to get that first one, I was on the board and I knew I'd get some more, but I just need that first one. It's just really a good feeling.
0: How important, Brian, do you feel it is to have strong relationships with those other defensive backs in your room on the field and off the field as well?
1: Oh, it's very important. You always need a support group. Um, somebody you could lean on, somebody you could talk to. Um, so they're my brothers. So, of course, I need them as much as they need me because we're a team and a family.
2: And, Brian, game days, what is a typical game day like for you? And what is it like playing at your home stadium?
1: Okay, um, typically how I approach the game, I don't eat much. I eat a lot of fruits and vegetables. I'm not a heavy eater on game day. I just like to stay light. And, like, before the game starts, I'll take about a 30-minute cat nap just so I could be at peace and relax I listen to laid-back music, music, nothing, like, too loud. It's something, like, peaceful just so I could like, get in my zone.
0: Last season, we know home games are important, but was there another – team that you played a road game that for some reason, whether it be the atmosphere, the fans chirping with the other team, that it was a unique experience and one that you remembered?
1: Yes. Sam, uh, you? That was actually a really, really good game. Like The atmosphere was perfect. It was hot and sunny. Um, just the fans, the attitude was loud, energy flowing throughout the whole stadium. And it was a good game. A good game as well, but so I just felt like that really like blew me. Like it was really nice.
2: So, as you've seen yourself progress as college has gone on, in your opinion,
1: what traits make for a great defensive back? Um, some a great defensive back is someone who would, like take a L on a chin because sometimes you're gonna mess up, but it's okay as long as you do better in the next play. You redeem yourself. You um uh, come in clutch when it's time to make it count. Um, don't worry about what happened. Just keep moving forward.
0: That's something that it takes a while for cornerbacks to learn and understand. At what point did you start to realize, you know what, I'm going to get beat. It's how I recover and how I take that next play and overturn that mistake. What At what point did you learn that in your career?
1: I'll say like during a juco, the juco kind of like, taught me a lot uh, because when I gave up a first touchdown, I was kind of down on myself. Then one of the coaches came to me and was like, you know what? Everybody gives up a touchdown, even great corners in NFL, but you don't see them pouting. They just make up for it or they do better the next play or redeem themselves somehow. So I understood, and I just took that and ran with it.
2: And, Brian, academically talking, what have you
1: been studying in school? And is that a field that
2: you want to go into after
1: your football career? My major right now is human uh, human behavior and social science. So it's like social worker. Um, I thought about life after football and I would rather be a kinesiology. I'll go back to school, study kinesiology to be a sports trainer.
0: In addition to academics and the football aspect of things, what do you like to do during your free time, whether it be hanging with teammates or just in general? What do you enjoy doing outside of football and academics?
1: I really am a family person. Like, I really like being around my nephews and niece. Although I'm, like, in North Carolina and they live in California, I just like FaceTiming them a lot because they kind of do inspire me. I want the best for them, so I, I'm their role model. So I just like talking to them a lot. Um, also, um. I'm more, I'm like into fashion. So I like going to like little fashion shows. That's my thing too.
2: You just mentioned how important family is. Um, how important have they been in all the
1: decisions that you have to make? Well, they're actually four, two, and one. But um, they just, I know they look up to me. So I'm the role model. So by them looking up to me, I have to have, like, integrity, do the right thing, just walk the right walk in life.
0: In addition to family, you've had such an incredible journey to where you're at at this point. How has adversity throughout your career shaped you to be a better player on the field and a better person off the field?
1: I really give it up to my grandparents. They uh, taught me a lot how to deal with adversity. Um Discipline was really, like, the key, especially with love. So um, it's not hard for me to deal with adversity. I'm a person, religious person as well, so i go back to the Bible if I have any troubles with any challenges in my life. So that really helps when I need to overcome any obstacles.
2: And, Brian, hypothetical question. If you could be trained by one player currently in the NFL or retired, who would it be and why?
1: I'll say Stefan Gilmore because um, we have kind of like a similar build a little bit. He's more fluent than me, so that's what I'll learn from him. Um, he's the same height, same weight almost. Um, also, he was a defensive player of the year, so he knows what he's doing. Well, all NFL players know what they're doing, but I just like his style of play and how he approaches the game.
0: Ryan, when watching film, how do you think that has progressed as you've gone on throughout college and your overall understanding of what a receiver is going to do as well? How has that progressed?
1: Um, you always, I'm always paying attention to like small details, how they release off the ball, when it's a run or a pass, how they play. So I'm always looking forward to those things. And, of course, like how are we going to run our scheme against these different players or different teams?
2: And, Brian, when thinking about the future, NFL teams will have the tape on you and they they can see the talent on the field. But what they're getting in a person off the field is super important. So what would you want them to know about who they're getting in Brian Mills in the locker room and off the field?
1: Off the field, when I'm taking off the helmet and everything, I'm just relaxing in my own world. I'm really a laid-back person, not problematic at all, don't get in trouble, Um, just worry about school. Just um, getting my grades right, make sure I'm up on those. Um, I just like hanging out with friends, probably two or three. So you don't have to worry about uh, keeping a leash on me, per se. So I'm really like a laid back person. Don't do any, I don't do much really.
0: We touched on academics a little earlier, but after your NFL career is over, have you thought at all about what you may potentially want to do? or life after football
1: yes i know i want to own like a couple restaurants um probably a gym since i want to become an athletic trainer after football that's something i just want to stay around with sports so athletic training would be best for me
2: and brian you still got some time but have you thought about signing an nfl contract And what would be the first thing you'd like to do with your signing bonus
1: Save it first. I'll yeah, I'll just save everything first, and then like eventually when I get more, then I want to start helping my sisters out, putting them through college.
0: That's a great answer. And for our last question, Brian, for any rising high school football player, based off your experiences, what's the best piece of advice you could give to them?
1: Um, I'll say, stay true to yourself. Um, that's always been my motto for myself. I never try to fit in. I just worked hard and um, really figure out who I was in this life. And when you stay true to yourself and you keep working, things are going to start coming to you.
0: That was Brian Mills with the North Carolina Central Football Team. We really appreciate all your time and insight, and we're wishing you best of luck next season.
1: Yes, sir. I appreciate it as well.